Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Arguably the best performance of the John Coyley year on that second half. Hammering Kilkenny in the second half. What a performance. And for the second year in a row, they beat the Cats. But for the fourth year in a row, Limerick are the All-Ireland Hurling Champions, James Ryan. And I don't think... And wasn't that a finish that you will remember for the rest of your lives? Well, coming into work... On a morning like this was an absolute dream. The sun shining and the green and white flags waving in the breeze. I'm wearing my Limerick top and uh, I passed another Limerick fan on the way into work wearing his. The two of us saluted each other, gave us uh, gave each other a, a big wave and a huge smile, knowing that in the last 20 hours or so, we've all shared in this absolutely amazing and wonderful feeling. A celebration that we might never see again few sore heads around the office this morning but lots of really warm smiles so we want to hear from you this morning we want to hear where did you watch the match who did you watch the match with and what was going through your mind through your heart and through your soul during that amazing 70 plus minutes share it with us this morning send us a whatsapp on 085-123-9595 or you can give us a call you can come on air have a chat with us on 401695 let's all celebrate this amazing achievement this historic and unforgettable achievement together this morning here on Limerick Today we'll take a quick look at the front of the paper only because it gives us another chance to celebrate. Uh, the Limerick leader, History Sealed, is their headline. Greatest hurling team of all time, Triumph, with four in a row. The Irish Daily Mirror uh, goes with a, a play on the word four, as do many of the newspapers, and they go with, with so four, so good. The Irish Independent takes a Star Wars twist. The fourth is with Limerick, as champions blow the cats away. Formidable is the play on the word four for the Irish Sun and the Irish Daily Star has the same one, Formidable Limerick, and they've a, a GA pullout as well. And then the Irish Examiner for the record and a fantastic photograph there of Keen Lynch lifting Liam McCarthy high in the air. The Irish Times, uh, a little bit more serious of a headline, Limerick history, Limerick's history men put cats among the also-rans is their headline. The Times UK edition, the editor's in deep trouble there because uh, that British newspaper failed to put the Limerick Carlers on the front of their newspaper, but it's the only one I have this morning that doesn't have a big celebration of the hurlers on the front page this morning. Like I say, let us know this morning what you think and uh, how you're feeling today. Get in touch with us on 086-123-9595. But for the moment, we are going to chat to some of our panellists. We've lots of experts on the programme this morning. And Mal Keevney is on the line. Good morning to you, Mal. And top of the morning to you as well. I don't think the New York Times have quite got around to it yet, but maybe their evening edition will have Limerick on their, <laughs> their front page as well. More than likely, I and would the Boston, And the Boston Globe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so look, it, it really is something else. You know, four in a row, only been done twice before. And I suppose it, it, it's kind of sweet that one of the teams that did it before was Kilkenny and that we were able to do it against Kilkenny yesterday. 
Yeah, and back-to-back. And would you believe we've played Kilkenny now in 10 All-Ireland finals and we've won six of them. That's a remarkable record. Back-to-back victories uh, over Kilkenny. Just report as well, the Limerick team were tucked up in bed by 12 o'clock last night on the instructions of John Kiley outside in the Fitzgerald's Woodlands House Hotel in Adair. That's uh, to get them right and ready for this evening's uh, homecoming uh, in Perry Square. But uh, joking aside, Limerick are rejoicing still. They're up and about early this morning in Adair, just uh, taking it all in. They're reading the newspapers uh, and the headlines that you've just uh, flashed through as well in Adair this morning. It's just a magnificent feeling. Four in a row, just Kilkenny, just Cork and ourselves have ever achieved that. And the, the potential is there for more. Well, we also have James Jason Byrne, who's GA correspondent for the Irish Sun with us this morning. Good morning to you, Jason. Good morning, Gillian. Uh, Jason, How are you? I, I'm very good. You, I suppose you're a bit more of a neutral, <laughs> but you have to acknowledge at the same time the the achievement of yesterday. Where does it sit in your mind in hurling history in this country? I think I think this team now, Gillian, have proven that they are they are the best of all time. Like yeah, what happened yesterday was just absolutely awesome. In that second half, we we, we kind of couldn't really believe what we were seeing in the press box because Kilkenny just stormed out of the block so much and kept bringing the fight to Limerick, especially with those goals that came in either half. And the second goal from Paddy Deegan was struck so hard that it went through the net. But what followed, you know, and I'm just looking at my notes here, between the 43rd minute and the 55th minute, Limerick outscored Kilkenny by 10 points to 1. And that's just totally unprecedented for an All-Ireland final. Peter Casey, outstanding, as you heard there in your commentary piece. Five points in play. Cian Lynch, what a redemption story for him after missing the final last year. He got to climb the steps of the Hogan stand as captain and got to repay that favour to, to Declan Hannan. Declan, of course, was, was unlucky to miss out this year with an injury. And that was a very poignant moment as well. Um, Jeremy Mortens probably doesn't always get the credit he, he deserves. Like he, he got eight points. He was just flawless from the breeze. And Cal O'Neill, as you heard in your commentary as well, came on and turned the screw just brilliant from the bench. And they kept coming back. And when Aaron Glam equalised, when he levelled the game in the second half, he just put his hand up in the air and you just knew what was coming. And what followed was just like nothing we, we've seen before in the second half of an All Ireland final. And to do that to Kilkenny on the biggest stage was a serious statement and all the history that comes with it. This team are just marvellous. They've been a joy. And yesterday was their crowning glory. They were just absolutely superb from from in that second half. It was like nothing we'd ever really seen before. And they're, they're history makers now. All-time greatness, no debate. This team are just absolutely superb. And the manager, John Kelly, I remember him talking to us about today. They got hammered by Cork in the Munster Hurling League in 2017. And he was getting abuse from the stands. And he was pacing his back garden, wondering would he be fit for this job at all. He's got five All-Irelands out of his team six seasons. Absolutely remarkable. Yeah, amazing. And and Mal, you know, within minutes of that second half, it was being described as exhibition hurling. And really, it, it you know, it almost didn't matter whether the Kilkenny team were there or not. Limerick were just going to do what they were going to do and they were going to take that Liam McCarthy no matter what happened. It was a decision taken by Kylie and the, the rest of them to actually play against that very strong breeze in the opening half. And they were they were in a spot of bother at half time. But as Jason alluded to there, the second half was perhaps the greatest second half performance by an All Ireland winning team in the history, the 136 year history of the competition. To score 21 points was absolutely awesome uh, and very important points, none more so than those from the likes of uh, uh, Carl O'Neill, who came on as sub and man of the match, uh, uh, Peter Casey as well. But listen, Limerick were simply awesome in that closing half. and. Uh, it was alluded to there a moment ago as well that uh, John Kiley 
was thinking long and hard about staying on as manager last uh, in December uh, 2017. I met his mother, Breda, in the early part of the league campaign against Clare at the Gaelic Grounds and she said he was only a big fool to stay as manager of the Living Hurling team. I'm only glad that uh, he didn't list his, listen to his mother's advice. Um, Jason, the, the back line, half-back line in the second half, unbelievable performance from them. Yeah, outstanding, Gillian. Um, you know, Willow Donahue has slotted into the number six position perfectly in Hannon's absence, and that's allowed Lynch to control the middle with Darrow Donovan. But Kyle Hayes was just remarkable again uh, at wing back. He got a point, and he just soaked up all that pressure when Kilkenny were coming at them. Burns, as I mentioned, was, was flawless from the freeze as well. And, uh, you know, when 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 Aaron Galan was being shackled up top by Hugh Lauder, like, you know, other players stepped up. Kyle Hayes really stepped up. Like, they were linking the play brilliantly. O'Donoghue at centre-back just worked an absolute treat. You know, we were all wondering how that was going to work out in the semi-final against Galway. But, you know, he just gobbled up all the ball that came down on top of him. And Hayes and Burns alongside him were just absolutely exceptional. And the way this team just keep fighting and keep winning in, in times of adversity, like, you know, the injuries that they've had, like... And to do that without Declan Hannon yesterday, their their captain and their leader, who's 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 been there for so many dark days for Limerick as well, they just always managed to get through and to get through that adversity of the Monster Championship as well. John Kelly was very keen to make that point yesterday that you know the night they were beaten by Clare in the Gaelic rounds, it didn't look good for Limerick, but they came back, they got to a Monster final, they got their revenge against the Banner, and once they got to Crow Park against Galway. It was bang. This team were back and they just absolutely peaked yesterday in that second half. It was just remarkable stuff. And I know a lot of people in Limerick won't want to hear it now, but like the drive for five is <laughs> going to be the talk next year. And I, oh, I just want to make a, a point, Jason. It's 17 minutes past nine. I was wondering how long it would take for those <laughs> those three words to, to be mentioned. Um, no, we don't, I, I remember after Dublin won four in a row, I think every headline on the front of the papers the very next day was talking about a drive for five. It's something we you just want to celebrate the four because the four in itself is historic. Yeah, it really is. John was making that point yesterday as well. And in fairness to him, he said like that you know the Slammer team don't really do history and records that it wasn't really being mentioned in the dressing room. And you have to take his word for it. They always talk about sticking to the process and game by game because the nature of the season now is you know you have no choice but to do that, especially how intense the round-robin series ends in Munster and if you fail to win the Munster Championship you go into a quarter-final and that's been just a fence that so many teams have been unable to jump when it comes to making a final so yeah. they've they've just you know he mentions Caroline Curran a lot they're, they're, they're psychologists like you know how how she kind of get in, gets into the minds of these players and has turned them into serial winners as well. They're just an exceptional setup, and there's so many uh, names in the background there that are keeping this wheel turning that probably don't always get mentioned either, but they're just a phenomenal camp, um, and they're a pleasure to deal with as well from a media point of view, and just congratulations to everyone in Limerick. Okay, Enjoy well, these times. They're so special. You've mentioned the poignancy of watching Kean Lynch lift Liam McCarthy and Declan Hannan beside him when we had the reverse uh, last year. Let's take a listen to Kean's uh, a, a snippet of Kean's speech. See, around the speech more last number of years, last number of months. I suppose from the outside in, we may look like a team, but we're a family. We start by each other, the bad days, and even more so in the good days. I suppose I want to pay a special tribute to a few of our men who are fortunate to miss out. Jimmy Quincy, Sean Finn, Richie Fitch, Mark Whitman, 
just reliving that moment yesterday. We're also joined on the line this morning by uh, former Limerick hurler TJ Ryan. Good morning to you, TJ. Good morning, Gillian. How are you feeling this morning after yesterday's victory? Uh, Sure, like everybody else on top of the world and I use a phrase from uh, Don Locusic last night we're all living in a Limerick wonderland living in Limerick's world. Yeah. TJ, my researchers tell me you were born, if this is correct, um, the year after, or the same year, was it, or the year after? The, the year after, the, yeah. Yeah, year after the uh, 1973 victory. So you grew up not knowing what we're living through now. You waited a very long time, and now you're seeing a team um, that has five All-Irelands under their belt, four in a row. Uh, what does that feel like, having lived through both the pain and now the celebrations? Actually, it just makes it all the sweeter, I, I think, in all walks of life. Anything you know that you have to work really, really hard for and didn't come easy is definitely sweeter when you do get there. Like, and, you know, this team has changed the mentality of hurlers and maybe hurling people in Limerick all over the world. And, you know, even I'll probably just go to a quick snapshot of halftime yesterday when we didn't have maybe our best first half and we were three points down but they've changed the thinking. The Limerick people yesterday at halftime felt, you know, yes, it wasn't a brilliant half, but we know we're good in the third quarter. We know the lads get it right, and we have utmost confidence. And they've changed that culture and that mindset, which is just huge. Was there a standout performer for you? Uh, sure, of course there was. Like uh, in, in, in terms of on the day, like Peter Casey was fully entitled to man of the match. I was in the Hogan stand there. He got he got those points in front of us, which are he made them look easy. But all, all around the field, like once they got the grips of the, the, the two halfbacks, Kyle and, and, and Jimmy Burns were phenomenal as well. But I suppose may, may, maybe the stand-up performer is, is the team itself. They're just able to deal with anything that's thrown at them. They were able to fix it. You know, they played a style and they stuck to it. And, you know, it, 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 they don't like kind of resort to plan Bs or plan Cs. They kind of believe in themselves and trust in each other. And, you know, once they got their game going yesterday, it's very, very difficult to stop. And what a second half. Jason, how obviously Kilkenny will be feeling disappointed today, but how will Kilkenny feel overall and and the other hurling counties looking at the success that Limerick has achieved? Is it 
deflating for their motivation? Does it make it make them feel that it's just impossible? What happens to the teams who are up against a phenomenon like Limerick? Well, I think in Kilkenny's case in particular, Gillian, like they won't they won't hide from the challenge. Uh, you know, they're going into their 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 famine now is going to stretch to eight years, and it's a very very long time for them. But they're the, at the start of a new cycle now under Derek Ling. They'll be very happy that they got to an all all Ireland final in his first year in charge. It's back to back finals, of course, but you know they will be worried that maybe the likes of T.J. Reid and Richie Hogan. Have we seen the last of them in a black and amber jersey after yesterday? I don't know, but they'll be doing everything in their power to keep them. They have a lot of great young players through. You know, I'm sure it's demoralising for a lot of counties, but in Kilkenny's case in particular, I think they'll only want to rise to this challenge because, you know, the shoe was on the other foot when, when Kilkenny were winning four in a row and they won all those All-Irelands under Brian Cody. But the fact that they haven't had one now since 2015, they'll be looking to correct that as soon as possible. You can bet your bottom dollar, Derek Lynn will be doing everything in his power to make sure it's one of his men that are up those steps in the Hogan stand uh, next summer when we're talking about the All-Ireland final. You know, they were marvellous in, in that game yesterday. The intensity that they brought to the cause was just phenomenal, especially in that first half. But, you know, as Derek Ling even said himself after the game, once Limerick get a hold on you and they keep squeezing, it's impossible to get out of it. That's what happened. And Kilkenny just couldn't deal with that. But the wheel does always turn. You know, these days won't last for Limerick forever. In Kilkenny's case, I'd certainly expect them to come back. But a lot of the other teams, like Clare as well, will definitely feel like they can someday pull Limerick down off this pedestal and, and get their own glory days back again as well. Okay. Well, we we will have to leave uh, you guys there for the moment. We will be continuing to talk about that amazing victory uh, throughout the programme. We have other things to chat about as well. But for the moment, thank you so much, Jason Byrne, GA correspondent with the Irish Sun, Mal Keevney, our, our regular commentator here on Live 95, and also to TJ Ryan. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutch on Live.